Friend, please help Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry by supporting the cost to produce Spirit-Filled Radio and Podcast for this current fiscal year. You can become a partner with Spirit-Filled Hearts by donating monthly. Your contributions make a difference in the lives of all those who listen to our radio shows and podcasts. Thank you for your support. Go to spiritfilledhearts.org and click on the donate button. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. In this third week of I Thirst follow-up, we are speaking about how the Holy Spirit empowers us and also how the Holy Spirit helps us to be an evangelist. Now, the Holy Spirit is so powerful. He's God. And so this means that he's going to work with infinite power. Here we are always downgrading God's power in our life. We just think, oh, I'm just so you know worthless. I'm so weak. I have all these faults. All that's true. But here we block out God's infinite power by focusing too much on our weakness. And so we have to really see that when God acts, he always acts with infinite force, right? When God uses us, we are an instrument of this infinite power that is God, right? And so we cannot ever downplay his power. Thus, with our souls, we have to be like an open sail. We have to receive God's power. Now, God works with infinite power. However, he never forces himself upon us. He is not a forcing God. Here, we have to say yes to God. And what that means is our sail has to be completely open and unobstructed. And so remember, the Holy Spirit works in this way. That is through the gifts of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit that are in our soul. We receive all of those seven gifts of the Holy Spirit at baptism. We receive those beautiful gifts. However, they are activated when the Holy Spirit wants to come. Right, And so here, we receive all those beautiful gifts of wisdom, understanding, knowledge, counsel, fortitude, fear of the Lord, and piety, right? All those beautiful gifts. All of those are already in our soul from baptism. If we're in the state of sanctifying grace, we have all those beautiful gifts. And they're like these sails, right? We have these seven sails in our little boat that is just going right to heaven. Hopefully, right? Okay, hopefully it's not going in the opposite direction. So these sails are open and they're waiting for the wind of the Holy Spirit to come. So remember that the virtues are like oars of a boat and it takes a lot of work. But when we are really empowered by the Holy Spirit, right? This is the gust of wind that fills our sails and we are moving at the speed of light. That is how powerful the Holy Spirit is. So when we have complete docility to the Holy Spirit, we become, we have that moment where we see everything in one blast. We can see the wisdom of God. We can see why things are the way they are in our life or in the history of the church or in the history of the world. And this is the beautiful activation of the gift of wisdom. Well, for example, the gift of fortitude is when you are filled with this courage that you don't know where it came from and you're able to speak the truth or you can even die for the faith. This is how the martyrs were able to die for the faith. And St. Lawrence is saying, 
you know, turn me over on the other side. I'm done on this side, right? How did he do that? Because his soul was an open sail to the action, the wind of the Holy Spirit. And so here, what it means to be empowered by the Holy Spirit is don't block him. Don't block the sail. Keep it open, right? Be open to his action. Don't put any junk that is sin in front of the sail to block it. Sin is like this ugly, grimy wall that we just build in front of the sail. We have to take all that down. So how do you get empowered by the Holy Spirit? We have to stop sinning. We have to stop sinning. No mortal sin. We have to make sure that we are having a pure soul for Jesus, right? So get rid of that sin. Get rid of those bad habits. Get help from other people. Get help from confession. Confession. We need to go to confession constantly. Then we need to pray. We need to pray because what that does, it really just frees all of our soul from lots of junk, right? We just open up our soul. God purifies all of that. We need that sail completely unobstructed. So that's how we get empowered by the Holy Spirit. It's just get out of his, you know, get out of his way, right? We are just like blocking the sail with everything, right? Here, we need to live a life of virtue. We need the theological virtues and all of the moral virtues. We need to be just, prudent, temperate. We need to be courageous, right? We need, especially in this time, chastity. And all of these beautiful virtues, this helps um, that our sail is unobstructed and the Holy Spirit can blow and then our sails open up and all those beautiful seven sails are open and we're moving in the spiritual life at lightning speed. Then God will do wonders through us. So that goes into our next question of how do I be an evangelist? Here, in order to be an evangelist, we need to, of course, have virtue. We need to, of course, pray. But then here, we need to feed our minds with truth. If you're going to evangelize, you have to know what you're going to say to other people. And what are we going to say? We only say what Jesus said. We only say what the saints said. Right? We don't make up our own stuff. We only say the truth. Right? This is how we are going to be an evangelist. We have to be virtuous. We have to pray. Right? All those things, of course. But the first and foremost, we have to actually preach the truth. That is, preach the truth of Jesus. And what that is, is the catechism. This is going to be the Baltimore Catechism. This is going to be the Catechism of the Catholic Church. And all the teaching about the sacraments, about Holy Mass, about confession, how to go to confession. How are we going to evangelize? We have to fill our minds with truth. That is the truth that is given to us from Jesus through the hands of the church through the hands of the magisterium. Here, we must read the lives of the saints. We have to see what the saints have taught us, especially St. Thomas Aquinas. And we have to make sure that what we're teaching is always, always, always in line with the magisterium and in line with the church. If we cannot do this, we are not evangelists at all, right? It's very important to see that. We cannot be evangelists if we do not preach the truth, right? So we have to preach the truth and then live lives of truth. We have to live lives of virtue. We have to live lives where we go to Mass every Sunday. And even more than that, that's just the bare minimum, right? We've got to go to Mass and our life has to be nourished by the sacraments. And then from there, we can tell people why the Eucharist is so amazing. Why is Mass so amazing? How can we tell people about Mass if we don't even go to Mass and we don't even love 
mass, right? This is so important. How do we really go forth and tell people about confession and the glory of confession? Well, we we have to read the lives of the saints and how confession changed their lives and confession changed so many lives of different people and even our own life. And so we have to really live the life of the faith in order to do these things. And so let's ask the Holy Spirit to really fill us with his power that we don't get in his way, that we only teach what he wants. Amen. In this third week of I Thirst follow-up, we are speaking about how the Holy Spirit empowers us and also how the Holy Spirit helps us to be an evangelist. Now, the Holy Spirit is so powerful. He's God. And so this means that he's going to work with infinite power. Here we are always downgrading God's power in our life. We just think, oh, I'm just so you know worthless. I'm so weak. I have all these faults. All that's true. But here we block out God's infinite power by focusing too much on our weakness. And so we have to really see that when God acts, he always acts with infinite force, right? When God uses us, we are an instrument of this infinite power that is God, right? And so we cannot ever downplay his power. Thus, with our souls, we have to be like an open sail. We have to receive God's power. Now, God works with infinite power. However, he never forces himself upon us. He is not a forcing God. Here, we have to say yes to God. And what that means is our sail has to be completely open and unobstructed. And so remember, the Holy Spirit works in this way, that is through the gifts of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit that are in our soul. We receive all of those seven gifts of the Holy Spirit at baptism. We receive those beautiful gifts. However, they are activated when the Holy Spirit wants to come, right? And so here we receive all those beautiful gifts of wisdom, understanding, knowledge, counsel, fortitude, fear of the Lord, and piety, right? All those beautiful gifts. All of those are already in our soul from baptism. If we're in the state of sanctifying grace, we have all those beautiful gifts. And they're like these sails, right? We have these seven sails in our little boat that is just going right to heaven. Hopefully, right? Okay, hopefully it's not going in the opposite direction. So these sails are open and they're waiting for the wind of the Holy Spirit to come. So remember that the virtues are like oars of a boat and it takes a lot of work. But when we are really empowered by the Holy Spirit, right, this is the gust of wind that fills our sails and we are moving at the speed of light. That is how powerful the Holy Spirit is. So when we have complete docility to the Holy Spirit, we become, we have that moment where we see everything in one blast. We can see the wisdom of God. We can see why things are the way they are in our life or in the history of the church or in the history of the world. And this is the beautiful activation of the gift of wisdom. Or for example, the gift of fortitude is when you are filled with this courage that you don't know where it came from and you're able to speak the truth or you can even die for the faith. This is how the martyrs were able to die for the faith. And St. Lawrence is saying, 
you know, turn me over on the other side. I'm done on this side, right? How did he do that? Because his soul was an open sail to the action, the wind of the Holy Spirit. And so here, what it means to be empowered by the Holy Spirit is don't block him. Don't block the sail. Keep it open, right? Be open to his action. Don't put any junk that is sin in front of the sail to block it. Sin is like this ugly, grimy wall that we just build in front of the sail. We have to take all that down. So how do you get empowered by the Holy Spirit? We have to stop sinning. We have to stop sinning. No mortal sin. We have to make sure that we are having a pure soul for Jesus, right? So get rid of that sin. Get rid of those bad habits. Get help from other people. Get help from confession. Confession. We need to go to confession constantly. Then we need to pray. We need to pray because what that does, it really just frees all of our soul from lots of junk, right? We just open up our soul. God purifies all of that. We need that sail completely unobstructed. So that's how we get empowered by the Holy Spirit. It's just Get out of his, you know, get out of his way, right? We are just like blocking the sail with everything, right? Here, we need to live a life of virtue. We need the theological virtues and all of the moral virtues. We need to be just, prudent, temperate. We need to be courageous, right? We need, especially in this time, chastity. And all of these beautiful virtues, this helps um, that our sail is unobstructed and the Holy Spirit can blow and then our sails open up and all those beautiful seven sails are open and we're moving in the spiritual life at lightning speed. Then God will do wonders through us. So that goes into our next question of how do I be an evangelist? Here, in order to be an evangelist, we need to, of course, have virtue. We need to, of course, pray. But then here, we need to feed our minds with truth. If you're going to evangelize, you have to know what you're going to say to other people. And what are we going to say? We only say what Jesus said. We only say what the saints said. Right? We don't make up our own stuff. We only say the truth. Right? This is how we are going to be an evangelist. We have to be virtuous. We have to pray. Right? All those things, of course. But the first and foremost, we have to actually preach the truth. That is, preach the truth of Jesus. And what that is, is the catechism. This is going to be the Baltimore Catechism. This is going to be the Catechism of the Catholic Church. And all the teaching about the sacraments, about Holy Mass, about confession, how to go to confession. How are we going to evangelize? We have to fill our minds with truth. That is the truth that is given to us from Jesus through the hands of the church through the hands of the magisterium. Here, we must read the lives of the saints. We have to see what the saints have taught us, especially St. Thomas Aquinas. And we have to make sure that what we're teaching is always, always, always in line with the magisterium and in line with the church. If we cannot do this, we are not evangelists at all, right? It's very important to see that. We cannot be evangelists if we do not preach the truth. 
right? So we have to preach the truth and then live lives of truth. We have to live lives of virtue. We have to live lives where we go to Mass every Sunday. And even more than that, that's just the bare minimum, right? We've got to go to Mass and our life has to be nourished by the sacraments. And then from there, we can tell people why the Eucharist is so amazing. Why is Mass so amazing? How can we tell people about Mass if we don't even go to Mass and we don't even love Mass, right? This is so important. How do we really go forth and tell people about confession and the glory of confession? Well, we we have to read the lives of the saints and how confession changed their lives and confession changed so many lives of different people and even our own life. And so we have to really live the life of the faith in order to do these things. And so let's ask the Holy Spirit to really fill us with his power that we don't get in his way, that we only teach what he wants. Amen. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry with a one-time or monthly gift. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.